T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Damon today, Kevin Michael Whitey Gleason. So happy to be with you, Ray Ratto. So, Ray, happy New Year, happy almost or merry almost Orthodox Christmas. The rain has stopped. How about that? It's coming back. At least where we are. The rain has stopped. It's coming back. Calm down. Well, yeah, but it's a nice respite, nice little break. Let me share with you. We're inside. What difference does it make to us? We have to go places today. We have to. Are you going to stay here forever or are you going to maybe drive home today? Yeah, but I'll worry about that at 554. Hmm. Right now, what it's doing outside is of no concern to me at all. Well, I think there's a, there's a good chance that the fact that it stopped raining now and I actually see something resembling blue sky would indicate we may not have to drive home in the rain. And I'm I'm choosing to look at the bright side of that. I'll share this with you, Once Ray. again, you've wasted, a, you've wasted that energy on me. This is a great way to start the show before we get into the Warriors. We have Steve Kerr today. Well, you want it open with the weather. 5 o'clock. <laughs> No, here's what I want to open with. Um, this was uh, one of the first jokes I ever shared with anyone. I shared this with Kyle Madsen on Twitter, and he may have mentioned it on their show. Uh, this is from a good and plenty box, right? When I was a kid, uh, when it's raining cats and dogs, don't step in a poodle. And with that, we are underway. How are you? I'm doing much worse than I was a second ago. <laughs> People need, uh, you know, something uplifting no, here. They, we need a weather report and a terrible joke from it, 55 years well, ago. Well, for a good and plenty box, that's not a bad joke. I don't think they make good and plenty anymore. <laughs> I don't think they do. I don't think they do. So, in other words, you've basically given us a dated reference. Yeah. And a meteorological a little, report based on the fact that we're inside. Just a little, ha ha, how about that? Hey, we're underway here before we have to talk about... The Warriors and the loss last night. Here's the thing, Ray. Uh, I know that the Warriors are probably as good as any team I've ever seen at putting a happy face on a loss. And part of that is because they've proven that, you know what, it's okay. Last year, how many terrible losses did they have in the second half of the season? And what they say? Ah, you know what? We'll be all right. And they won a freaking championship. So I get it. That said, and Steve Kerr, who joins Skin at 5 today, last night he said, you know what? We're playing really well, gritting it out here without a lot of our guys on this homestand. But they lost last night to Detroit. They've lost twice this year to the Detroit Pistons, the team with the worst record in basketball. And I'm having a hard time putting a happy face on that. Well, all that means is they lose the tiebreaker in the finals. <laughs> really? That's all you got on losing no, to I, Detroit? I mean, no, this Pistons. is... It's very simple. When they don't defend, they don't win. Great point. I mean, it's as simple as that. When they give up 120, 
that's a loser. When they give up 110, they win. I mean, I mentioned this yesterday when you weren't here, mercifully for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's no more complicated than that. All the other gyrations about who took what shot or who dribbled what off what foot, you know. No, if you don't defend, you don't win. That's been the Warriors' M.O. since 2014-15. Xfinity Mobile text line, 888-957-9570. Uh, let's see here. You sure it wasn't Laffy Taffy and Ray? Someone says, as a 34-year-old, I'm surprised you two don't know that Good and Plenty is still sold at uh, quality markets near you. So thank you for the updates on the Good and Plenty. There you go. The Warriors... St- uh, I think he's got a box that's 34 years old. <laughs> um, Steph... Curry is coming back. That's good news. Maybe as soon as a week from Friday. Wiggins is coming back maybe as soon as Saturday against Orlando. Here's my thing, Ray. And I, I know that um, I know that Steiny and Goo went back and forth on this and I understand Steiny's point. Steiny says people are making too much of Jordan Poole's late game turnovers. And I know that they don't win the games they won this week without Jordan Poole. They don't play as well as they played on this homestand without Jordan Poole. That's three games in a row where Jordan Poole made a ghastly unforced turnover at the end of the game with the game up for grabs. And I know it's easy to say, well, you know, he's young and boy, we can't win without him. But I I just can't believe that those are not avoidable at some point when you do it three games in a row. Why are you why are you getting excised? Because it's just it's it, that's not something he does well yet and he may never do it well. Okay, he's so then a, he was drafted as a shooter, he's been a shooter. That's the skill set. Then maybe with the game on the line, then all right, I'm not going to do what I did in the last two games that ended up, uh, we ended up losing the ball. We won anyway. It's just, we'll talk he, to Steve Kerr about it today, and I know he's going to say, you know what, Jordan Poole's playing great, and he's scoring a lot of points, and I get that, but it's just, it's really frustrating to watch as a fan. Well, see, I'm not a fan, so that may be our I'm discount. a fan of the sport, at least. Aren't you a fan I'm of the I'm not offended by a guy who dribbles the ball off his leg late in a game. It happens all the time. It, ha- it happens what with I'm, him all the time. What I'm trying to say is, he's not that guy. He's not the the problem solver. He's the guy who's going to take the shot whenever he sees it. When he's hitting it, he'll be frightening frighteningly good to watch. But there are times when his shot's not going down and you're expecting him to do other stuff and sometimes he won't do that because he is by no means a complete player. And I don't know that anybody should have expected him to be one at this stage. He he made some- he is Big shots last night. To your point, yeah, I mean, th- that's that's what he ca- that's what he can do consistently. I guess for me, what, I I cannot do what so many people are doing, which is, well, he made those big time shots. Therefore, you have to live with those bad turnovers. Because no, to me, no, that's, that's you should false. be able to make those shots and not commit three ghastly unforced turnovers at the end of three consecutive games. No, it, that, no, that what. That 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 suggestion is just an oxymoron. You can actually make shots and not turn the ball over. I've seen it happen. Um, no, he's not. He's not a great decision maker yet, and I think you see that in these turnovers. Which is, it seems like he's trying to decide as he's going down the floor, what do I do? And when you have to think about it, you're not going to do it well. I mean, it just it's you know I don't think he is. I don't want to say instinctive, that's the wrong word, but I don't think he is a natural part of a greater whole. I think he is still the guy who defines himself based on, when I take the shot, did it go in or not? Hmm. Here's I don't cl- think he's selfish, 
but I don't think his worldview of the game is complete yet. Here's Clay on trusting Jordan Poole and the conversation they had after that turnover last night. Well, I told him in the locker room, there's a reason I threw hit the ball toward the end of regulations because he's like that. He's a clutch player. He's a shot creator, and we would not have been on this win streak without him. So I know that, we, I mean, shoot, we all go through those lapses early in our career. I mean, I remember missing two free throws against the Nuggets when I was my second year and just leaving the arena in my uniform. So it's like we all got to go through it. Steph went through it, and Jordan, we're going to continue to trust him with the ball in his hands because he's like an engine that makes us go. I get all that, and I understand that he uh, made some big shots last night, as I said, on the text line here. I get this. Great point from the 415. Detroit played great last night. Bogdanovich didn't miss. Uh, Ivy was too much. They won with a prayer at the end. Tip my cap. I get that, too. It's just that um, even though they've won what uh, every game but one on this homestand, when you're in the hole that the Warriors were digging out of, that's a frustrating loss. Like I said, they've been through it. They know that ah, we'll be all right. But uh, you see them climbing out of this hole. And then last night, Clay makes the big three on the great uh, out of the timeout play. And then they, they gack that, that game and lose it to the team with the worst record in basketball. And they just don't have that much wiggle room right now, Ray. They don't have any all. wiggle room. Right. That's the point. It's not the last play. It's the fact that they gave up 122. And yeah, the Pistons don't play much defense and they like to go up and down and they like to play at a fast pace. But you have to be able to defend better than that. Yep. Even if you don't have Wiggins, even if Curry's not on the floor. They do have talent. The Pistons have talent. If they win that Wimbanyama sweepstakes, by the way, that could be a scary team. But as of right now, they don't even have that. Cade Cunningham's not even playing. You can't lose twice to the team with the worst record in the league. Yes, you can. They just did it. You shouldn't. When I say no, it's you a can't, bad idea. What I mean is, you really should avoid that. Yeah, it's a bad idea by and large. But the Warriors are very much defined by how they defend as a team. It's you know picking apart Jordan Poole, while it might be amusing, isn't the real reason why that game got away. They didn't defend early. They gave up a quick thirty-four in the first quarter. That's a team that you should be up by eight at the end of the quarter and then be able to dictate terms. They were never able to do that. And that's because the first quarter, they let they let Detroit yeah. do what they wanted offensively. They were at 12 or 18 in the first quarter. Detroit's that's, very athletic. And their front court, the length in their front court causes some matchup problems. But are they're you saying not that, that athletic? You're saying that they're pretty athletic. Are you saying that Jordan Poole, I should uh, forgive the turnovers because of what he gives me at the defensive end? No, I, is that what he doesn't? He's not a good enough defender as well. Right. But okay. Again, this is not Jordan Poole's loss. No, I understand. This that. is their but, loss, like so many of the others, because they don't get stops at the other end. I mean, it just. I mean, Again, we like to amuse ourselves thinking that basketball is defined by what you do when you have the ball. But the Warriors have proved over nine years now, or eight years, that it's not that. It's what you do when they've got the ball. They took care of the ball last night, too, for the most part, the Warriors did. 14 turnovers, you could certainly live with that, and still they couldn't come away with it. And yet they forced only eight. Mm -hmm. That's another sign that, you know, they're, they're not being... I don't want to say aggressive enough because that's not the right word, but well, I think they're not right. they're not being dynamic enough at that end, or they weren't last night, and they are sometimes because in most of this homestand they've kept teams easily under 110, 
except for Atlanta. Pressure on the basketball, it's kind of like a pass rush in football. And when you don't have your best defensive players and the other team that you're trying to guard is more athletic, it's harder to get that kind of pressure on them. There were three games in this homestand in which the Warriors won in part because they had big-time steals at the end. Kuminga on P.J. Washington in the Charlotte game just taking the ball from him. Uh, we also had uh, DiVincenzo taking the ball from Dame Lillard, and it was just harder for them to get that kind of pressure on the basketball uh, last night. All right, we'll have more on all that when Steve Kerr joins us at 5 o'clock. Coming up next, Joe Lacob shedding some light on the Bob Myers situation and the Warriors' future. That's up next. We're sponsored by CalHope.org. This is Damon and Ratto. Whitey in for Damon today, 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Whitey Gleason in for Damon today. We have a little bit of blue sky in downtown San Francisco, and we have, it looks like, a light at the end of the Warrior Injury Tunnel. Looks like Steph Curry could be back, of course, with the shoulder. There's a lot of uncertainty in terms of how stable it is. He could be back a week from Friday, a week from tomorrow, which, by the way, Ray, that would be the game played in the Alamo Dome. And they're actually going to try to break the all-time record for attendance in that game. It's a huge deal where they're, the Spurs are celebrating 50 years of existence. It'll be great for Steve Kerr to be back there. We'll talk to him about that and other things at 5 today. But Steph Curry back for that game would help them, certainly, to break the all-time attendance record a week from tomorrow in the Alamo Dome, which, as you know, is a rather large facility. Yeah, they're hoping to, I think, I think top capacity there is 70K. Wow. Um I just know that about 55,000 of them will have bad sidelines. And the other 15,000 will have to watch a really bad Spurs team. <laughs> They're not good this I, year. I think the record, pardon me for not knowing this, I think the record currently is around 62, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think for an NBA a, game. Yeah, I think in Detroit. Silverdome? Yeah. Detroit. Pfft, you bring it back to Detroit. The Detroit Pistons. You're you're, last you're way night. over emoting here. The, the Warriors are twenty and nineteen. They're they've lost to some bad teams. They've lost to the worst team in the league twice. Yes. Well, then I think Kerr should be fired. Let's just do that. I don't think that at all. Well, then you want to explain why they can't beat the worst team in basketball? No, but I'll say why this. they lost to Orlando. Why they've lost to Charlotte? No, they beat Charlotte though. They, they, this was supposed to be the homestand of revenge. 
So they beat Charlotte. And they're gonna, it was the home stand. Oh, well, clearly you can see it. You don't need someone. You don't need someone to come to your house and tell you that, right? You can see that. They got Charlotte back. They're going to get Orlando back. And this was a chance to get um, the Pistons back. Yeah, and, this is how ah, you define greatness. Ah, what was that? Do you know how many times last night I told my wife, oh, the Pistons are terrible. And then every time they'd have an eight-point lead and she'd look at me like, what? What did you say? I okay. said, oh, just, just, just the worst record in the league. I'm just telling you this. You didn't tell your wife that at any point, and she did not respond at any point because she wasn't in the same room you were when you were watching the game. Actually, we were watching, and she did make a point of uh, yeah. questioning the veracity of my basketball statements. Well, look, I thought look, you said they weren't very good. I'm going to question her sanity because why would she do that? Why would she watch that game with you? Because she's a big Warrior fan. First quarter, I kid you not. Nobody cares, I know. No, no, no. The first no, quarter, we're but just to prove now. your point. You, you no, started you this. Up. You, you dragged your wife into this story. First quarter we're was like 6-4, and she goes, oh, I get so nervous watching these games. And I said, "It's it just started. I mean, maybe in the fourth quarter, maybe, but it just starts. She goes, yeah, I, I don't know why. So anyway, that's why she was anxious over the fact that Detroit played as well as they did. Anyway. When, when you get home tonight, will you tell her how ashamed I am of her? No. I don't think I will. She's I, probably, she may be listening. Can I have her cell number? No, definitely <laughs> not. But I will give you this. I will give you the all-time NBA attendance record from Mark Randy. It is actually uh, the Chicago Bulls versus Atlanta Hawks game in 1998 uh, in Atlanta. 62,000 at the Georgia Dome. Oh, uh, yes. uh, the uh, the one in Detroit at the Silver Dome is just just a, a couple hundred, in fact, behind just just under 62,000. Gotcha. So, yeah, Mark those, Randy, those were papered houses. Would you say that Ray's kind of struggling with some of his factoids today? Like earlier, we talked about the song Rock and Roll Heaven, and he said, well, it's not the Righteous Brothers, and I tried to tell him it was, and now he's got the wrong attendance record. Yeah, so. I would say. That. Yeah. Also, okay. a, a quick note: uh, that's only for regular season games. If you remember the 2010 All Star Game in Dallas at Jerry World, over a hundred thousand fans saw the NBA All Star Game played. Yeah. No, about fifteen thousand saw it. A hundred thousand were in the building. <laughs> I don't get why why teams do this. I mean, I know why. It's just because they could get people to spend $80 on a ticket where they don't get to see anything. You mean you don't know, seriously, you mean you don't know why they play in the big, huge... No, you know? well, no, it's because there's money to be made. But as a viewing experience, well, let me put it this way. I don't know why anybody would buy a ticket that wasn't within the first 15 rows at a place like that. Because there's no ambiance. There's no, the noise goes all the way up to the ceiling, so you're not really hearing anything. You know, it's a bunch of, you know, squeaky sneakers and, and dribble sounds. Matt Steinmetz was in Dallas. He just texted me to tell tell me that. So well, he was there. Matt's lonely. He loves basketball. No, and you should lonely. try it sometime. And he's lonely. I mean, look at him. He's a disaster. You mentioned... He couldn't date himself. He's married. Happily married with yeah. children. And yeah, he's doing well, very well. we don't know how happy he is. He's about as happy as he could be. I could tell. Oh, he's so in other words, he's days. crippled you with misery. Tell. He's pretty happy these days. Yeah, you mentioned you made a joke about, oh, they should fire Steve Kerr. No, they shouldn't fire Steve Kerr. Uh, not only should they not fire Steve Kerr, of course, they should offer their general manager, Bob Myers, some kind of extension. His contract expires, as you probably have heard, uh, what, in June. How about this? Last night, as... as 
difficult as that loss was, Anthony Lamb had 17.69 shooting. Ty Jerome was 7 for 11 from the floor, 18 points. How about giving, obviously they deserve most of the credit, but giving your GM a little bit of credit for finding those two-way gems. And yet, Ray, your GM is without a contract right now. You're going to hang your hat on Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome. I, if I were Bob Myers, I might not hang my hat on it, but I might <laughs> I, say... I don't know uh, that I'd mention hello? them. I don't you, know that I'd mention They're playing great for a team that has championship aspirations. Two-way guys! They have spent most of the year struggling to find a second unit worthy of the name. So this has not been a triumphant year for Bob Myers. That said... He should have a new contract by now, and he should be the highest-paid general manager in the sport. And he sh- maybe should even have a piece of equity of the team. Because he has helped bring in the guys who helped put four rings on Joe Lacob's finger and a new building on the on the. And the cherry on top of all that, I agree. The cherry on top of that delicious, impressive Sunday, Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome. Anyway, <laughs> Joe Lacob. Yeah, if you're not going to take this at all seriously. <laughs> no, th- both those guys. They had good games last night, but for the uh, most part, people have been grousing about them. Wrong. They've played wrong. great on okay. this. Yeah, on this homestand, both of them have played great. They both at times have uh, really been asked to do way more than you'd ever thought they'd be asked to do. And for the most part, they've delivered. But the larger point is this, as you probably have heard by now. Joe Lacob talked to Tim Kawakami today, the TK show, right? Tim Kawakami from the... Athletic Joe Lacob addressed this issue of uh, Bob Myers, where his contract negotiations are, and whether or not he's been offered a contract. All I will say is that it is not accurate that he has not that he has you know somehow not been offered anything. There have been two offers at this point. Um, I'm trying. Have you ever known me not to be aggressive? No. So that is crazy to sit here and say. And I'm sorry, I have to say that I'm not trying to violate any negotiation. I hope Bob doesn't get upset or or his agent. But I just want to clarify that it's not fair to put me and us in a situation by someone put something out there that, and I don't know who, that he hasn't been offered anything. That's just not true. So he's got to make a decision, you know, what he wants to do with his life, what's the appropriate compensation. He feels it's fair. We feel it's fair. Um, And it's really just a negotiation. To be honest with you, I fully expect Bob uh, will be back. And um, he's a great negotiator. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you want him to do? He's supposed to do this. So, you know, we love Bob. We want him back. The last part is the most good. Bob Myers used to be an agent. He's a negotiator. And I think he's going into that room going, I should be the highest paid general manager in the sport. Period. Now we'll talk about by how much. And I think you've seen Billy Bean get equity in the A's. You've seen uh, other general managers get a little piece of that action. Um, I don't think Bob Myers would be out of line asking for that. And I think... That's speculation on, on your... That, yeah, yeah. But, but it makes sense. Saying, yeah, he, but there's no, question he, there's no question he should be the highest paid general manager. And if Joe Lacob doesn't understand that part, then he's much more foolish than I think he is. I think they're arguing about how much more than the second highest paid general manager, who I believe right now is Masai Ujiri. But I also think Masai Ujiri has a piece of the action in Toronto. So I think that's that's a reasonable place, I think, for Bob Myers to go with this. I will say this. Joe Lacob talked about the report out there that we haven't offered him anything. 
I haven't seen any such report. Maybe you have, Ray. I know the initial report from Woj was just very factual. I don't know where he got it from, um, but he just said Bob Myers' contract expires. He doesn't have a new contract for next year. I never heard any report that he hadn't been offered anything. So I thought it was interesting that Joe Lacob, and maybe somebody said something that I missed, but for Joe Lacob to say, that report that we haven't offered him anything, that's untrue. I never heard such report. Did you? I didn't. Okay. But again... Nitpicking, I know, but I think it's no, but uh, it, important to I mean, clarify. It, it, it must have happened enough times that it irritated Lacob, because Lacob brought that up himself. Um, that said, why he would react to that, you know, I I think that's that one's beneath him. But he does have a bit of a thin skin when it comes to him. So, you know, he had to clap back and... To me, it speaks to the fact that a lot of Warrior fans recognize how great this whole thing has been. And when they see, they perceive that, wow, maybe this guy who has had a lot to do with the success, he may be leaving. Well, that's not right. I mean, he should be here. He he belongs here. So I think maybe that, I think maybe public sentiment here um, is leaning towards Bob Myers in this. By the way, there's a, a poll up on Twitter right now. I think Stanley and Goose started this, and they started this about an hour ago. Should the Warriors get a deal done with Myers now, or can it wait? Uh, let's see. Get it done, to my point. 77% responding to our uh, 95-7 game poll. 77% say get it done. 23% say it can wait. So that may be part of the motivation for Joe Lacob to say, hold on, hold on, we did offer him something, because I think he's feeling like a lot of fans are wondering, how can this be? Bob Myers is great. How could you risk letting him go? Well, I mean, that's, an, that's a pretty compelling question. I mean, I think this should have been done by now. You know, this, this, should, this should have been like a 10-minute negotiation. What do you want, Bob? Okay, how about if I give you a dollar over that? That should have been the end. I mean, it just, it's, you know, yes, his son, Kirk, is, you know, the general manager in waiting. We all get that. But you're talking about a general manager who's not only provided four rings, but provided the most recent ring that can be had. Yep. And see, people don't like that because they see the way you just laid it out there. Who knows? But they see this guy's been tremendous. Uh, they haven't given him a new contract. And who would replace him? Oh, the owner's son. So... Rightly or wrongly, well, people look at that and they feel like, that's not fair. Well, the fair's got nothing to do with it. It does if you're a fan, but you're right. Well, but, I mean, but, when but it comes again, down to why it, would we? Why would we want to know what the fans think? Well, because I think they, it's actually has a role in this. I think that's one of the reasons it, Joe it, Lacob is responding to this, because he's feeling like, wow, some of our fans are wondering what's going on. I should address this. Well, I don't know if it's that as much as it is, oh my God, there are now... There's a question about whether I'm going to keep Bob Myers or not, which means other teams are starting to float around, you know, sort of back-channel offers, mm -hmm. which means now there's more competition to get this deal done. More competition means a higher higher cost. I think that's more what it is. I don't think he has to worry about what the fans think. And I don't think he does. I think this is a simple matter of, oh, now there's eight teams asking about him. You know, and they're not going to ask Lakeup directly because he says, "Well, you can't negotiate with him." Right. But they can go call his agent, and his agent is not sort of bound to the same gag order. And you say, "Well, he's not signed right now." You know, keep us in mind. More from Joe Lakeup with Tim Kawakami today, the TK Show, on what Bob Bob Myers means, what he's meant to the organization. He's uh, done a phenomenal job. He's been Executive of the Year, and deservedly so. He. If you look back at over his 10-year career, you know, we don't tend not to talk about Bob, but Bob's done an incredible job. 
Bob, you know, the Andre Iguodala signing, I look back and say that was, actually, you guys will never understand how difficult that yeah. was. He had to clear a lot of space to do that. He did a, a, a phenomenal job. You know, Kevin Durant was really his idea uh, and execution. And that brought us two championships. So look, Bob is, Bob's great. Bob's done a great job. But we also do have a tremendous uh, organization beneath him, great depth. Um, I'd like to think more depth than almost any organization with really good people and he's supported very well. And so look, I don't want him to go. I don't think he'll go anywhere. I expect him to be here and uh, it would hurt to lose him certainly. But like you said, I mean, you know, we have to, we have to just go forward. So there are circumstances that do evolve sometimes. And I guess it's conceivable. There's some chance that for some reason he or Steve wouldn't be here. I don't think it's likely, but it is possible. And so, you know, we'd have to figure out a way to go forward. Here's what stands out to me about that, Ray. We had, I was in for Steiny a couple of weeks ago. And we had Bob Myers on doing his regular hit. And, and Guru asked him about next year, do you expect to be back next year? And Bob Myers just said, I, you know, I can't worry about myself right now. I'm worried about the team. So I, that's all well and good. But it's yeah, interesting that that's the way that he decided to answer that. And Joe Lacob feels that the best way to approach this is to say, we expect him back. So yeah, well, obviously a lot yeah. of posturing and negotiating going on before our very years. The point is, if the Warriors are outbid for him, that's when the embarrassment hits. I mean, that's, and I think that's something that Joe Lacob has to understand. Someone out there who's not the Knicks because they're dysfunctional and it's a career destroyer. Someone is going to say, you know, Joe, I think you're underpaying your guy. I'm going to offer him 15. You want to keep him? That's what it'll cost. And that's, I think, the, the prime motivation for Lacob to speak up now, which is this is going to get really pricey for me on a guy that I don't think I can afford to lose. So he's basically trying to frame it as, well, if we lose him, we'll just, we'll be okay. I don't know if that's true. Then why didn't, I'm not. I mean, they got Andrew Wiggins. They got Andrew Wiggins because Kevin Durant was willing to do a sign yeah. and trade as almost a personal favor to Myers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, no other general manager's pulling that off. If what you say is true, then how come this isn't a done deal already? How come Joe Lacob hasn't said, look, let's get this done? Uh, I don't know that it's been that high a priority until Woj made it so. And I think to the extent that they have talked, Bob Myers has said, well, this is what it's going to take. And Joe Lacob would like it to be less because that's what owners do. I mean, I think the only reason why he brought it up, other than the fact that Tim asked him, is that, yeah, he has felt a little blowback. And the blowback comes from his contemporaries in the league, which is, oh, Bob Myers might be available. Hey, let's cut us a check. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think he would like to get this done without, you know, having to take a second out on the fourth house. So I think that's, I think when he says this is just negotiations, I think he's right. But Bob Myers gets to command a far greater price than anybody else, including Masai Ujiri. And because of that, I think he would like to try to stem that tide in as many ways as he can without actually sitting down with Myers and going, this is the figure, take it or leave it. 888-957-9570. It's uh, Damon and Ratto Whitey in for Damon today. That number, of course, Xfinity Mobile text line. Uh, if you want to participate via text or via the phone, that's your number. Jay in Idaho joins us now, 95.7 The Game. How you doing, Jay? 
Hey, look here. I want to say one thing. The this a this a world championship team. They beat the most elite in the league, and every time they play Detroit, they have a mental fart. And this these teams right here. I mean, they like ten and thirty three and ten and thirty. Man, you're supposed to get up for those games like you do Boston. Just like you do uh, Kawhi Leonard or, you know, Damian Leonard, Damian Lillard. Yeah. And they, every time, they, I sat back, I relaxed, I said, oh, this is going to be a cakewalk. Then I, I checked the score. They had a damn dog fight. I'm like... This is a sorry, pitiful, deplorable Detroit Piston team. You should be beating by 30 and 40 points in the first half. And Thank every time yeah. they don't, they have a mental breakdown. It, it's all mental. Thanks, Jay. Good to hear from you. Uh, appreciate your call from Idaho. The it, first time they played, which was the day before Halloween, it was pretty clear that early on on that road trip, the Warriors were just kind of not all there mentally they'd won a championship this i think was more and i'm with you it was very frustrating to watch but this is more just the fact that they played so many games without their guys i think it caught up to them a little bit last night i don't think it was necessarily a matter of them going in there going ah these guys suck no i don't think it was that either but i also think that they didn't defend like this mattered to them the way it should at least early on um detroit isn't good but it is interesting to note that of their 19 losses, only four of them have come to teams with losing records. So it's not like this is a habitual thing for them. They, they, I don't know if they came out flat or what, but when you're not defending the way you should, that's the easiest thing to detect is that, boy, they're not into this the way they ought to be. And they got into it later, but that's what, that's what happened with, with Atlanta the other night too, is they, they let an easy game get away from them and all of a sudden, now it's a dogfight, and it has to go two overtimes because Atlanta's pretty awful too, and they're a playoff team, as hideous as that sounds. So it really is a matter of when they defend, they win. By the when least, they don't, they don't. Speaking of uh, the overtime game, and obviously the Warriors had maybe some rubbery legs after the double overtime. I was reading Ray. I think tomorrow is the anniversary of this. Happened way back when, 1951. This shows you how the game has changed. Of course, that's a long time ago. The Indianapolis Olympians played Rochester, and they beat them in six overtimes. Okay, six overtimes, longest game in NBA history. The next day, the next day, Indianapolis had to play again, and all five starters played forty-eight minutes. <laughs> so six overtimes, they got to play a back-to-back, and the next day, all five starters who had played in six overtimes, they all played forty-eight minutes. How about that? No load management back then, baby. Uh, did they win or lose? They lost barely. They lost by like seven to the To who? Um, I'd have to double check that. Come on, you got to know this stuff. You you lived through that. <laughs> I did not. It was a little before my time, right? Yeah. Not oh. that much before your time. Uh, actually, it was quite a bit before you my knew, time. You yeah. knew it was the Indianapolis Olympians right away. Well, I looked it up. That's all. I looked it up. Uh, more on Joe Lacob, who talked to Tim Kawakami today about what's going on with the Warriors and Bob Myers and the payroll. 
We've got a lot to digest today from what Bob Myers had to say. Here's Joe, Joe Lacob. No, from what Joe Lacob had to say. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry. Here's, I'm here to help. Here's what Joe Lacob had to say when asked about the payroll. Um, let's go back to uh, the summer. This was Joe Lacob talking to Tim Kawakami. It's a flashback to the summer. When he was asked about the payroll being around $400 million. then we'll give you the answer he gave to, gave to basically the same question today. Is there a number that you put up there for, for Bob? Or did you guys have a number like, we can't go over 420 you know, total commitment or, or 450 You're really good at reporting. Uh, you're <laughs> one of the smarter reporters out there. But I'm going to tell you, your numbers are kind of messed up. Okay. Uh, I will just say that. You were throwing numbers out like 400 and 500. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, the multiples go crazy. Those numbers are not even remotely possible. It's just not. Okay, so that was June, I think. What did you... July. Thank you, Mark Randy. So $400 million payroll, Ray, Joe Lacob had said in July. Pff, come on. Ludicrous. We couldn't, we couldn't do that. Here was his answer to the same question from Tim Kawakami today. It's not possible without losing quite a bit of money at the bottom line. Let's put it that way. Yep. I did say that, and it is, from a business perspective, an almost insane thing to even consider. But... I think we're going to have to wait and see because the truth is winning matters and I want to win another championship. We want to win another championship this year and I'll probably say that at the end of this year. I know you will. If, you know, so, but let's see how this season goes. Let's see every week, every month, every game, anything can happen. Look at 2019. Our two of our best players got serious injuries in consecutive games. God forbid that should ever happen again. My point is, Things can change very quickly. I know it's, it, you'd like to be able to plan these things out, but the past is not the present, and the present is not the future. They're all different. And right now, we're in the present, and we're trying to win. And I think we have a good shot at that. I think we're coming together. And, you know, the trade deadline is coming up. We'll see if there's a way we can improve our team. And, you know, if we could obviously improve our financial situation for going forward, we'd love to do that. But not at the sacrifice of being able to win. So we got to evaluate this in real time, but with a look towards the future as well. So I can't really answer the question right now, other than to say, you know, have you ever known me not to be aggressive? Mm -hmm. We are aggressive. We'll do whatever we can do if it makes sense. And we're in a winning, you know, real championship mode. So how high could this payroll go? Also coming up, we'll address today's great news out of Cincinnati. Where does the NFL go from here? That's next year. It's Damon and Ratto. Whitey in for Damon. And we're presented by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. Seven, the game. Why do you for Damon today? And I want to remind you that the 95 7 the game merch store is live. How about Matthew and Susun City Ray? He bought not one, not two, not three. He bought four items today a DPOY sweatshirt, a relevant long sleeve t shirt, an oi 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 shirt, and most importantly, a Ray turn on your mic shirt. And you can get yours now, 957thegameshop.com. Ray, how would you like to say thank you to Matthew and Susun City? The hell's the matter with you? <laughs> That's actual money you spent on that stuff. What are you thinking? Well Don't done. you have anybody in your life? Well done. God, it's, it's appalling. It's tremendous. I mean, <laughs> there's no such thing as enough disposable income to justify this. None. 
He should have his wallet confiscated by a parent, a guardian, uh, a spouse. Those are those are a all caretaker. Great, those are all great shirts. Outstanding shirts. It's money that he could have put to any number of causes, mm-hmm. and he did that. I, I, frankly, if if I were him. If I knew him, I would shun him. Speaking of money, uh, we're going to be discussing here what Joe Lacob had to say to Tim Kawakami about the Warriors and their payroll. Also, we've got to get to the great news out of Cincinnati today and where the NFL goes from here. Steve Kerr today joining us at 5 o'clock. As far as Warriors go, Ray, Joe Lacob says, well, in July, he said $400 million payroll. You can't do that. You're crazy. Today, he basically said, did he not? That, well, you couldn't do that and make money. It'd be very difficult. But he didn't rule it out the way he did in July. No, but again, he spent most of this interview uh, hedging a bunch of rhetorical bets. Yes, we'd like to sign Bob Myers, but we haven't signed him yet. You know, yes, we'd hate to lose Bob Myers and Steve Kerr, but you never know what's going to happen. Um Yes, we'd look at like potentially losing money if we signed everybody that we want to sign. But we'll see what happens. I mean, he didn't really commit to anything. So I think it was just him answering questions as non-committally as he can. Which is a smart thing to do, especially well, given yeah. that we don't know where this is going to go. Well, exa- um, well that's if, exactly, but yeah. that's exactly it. Just, you don't have to make a decision until you have to make a decision. I mean, all these decisions can wait for at least six months. I mean, at the bare minimum, six months. You know, Draymond Green doesn't have to, you know, opt in or opt out till the season's over. So, you know, these are all these are all trains that pull into the station way in advance. By the way, speaking of Draymond, a lot of people were unhappy with me. I was in doing the show the last Friday of the year with Kyle doing the morning show. And we, we were talking about who has... It just gets worse and worse who, for you, doesn't it? Who, who, uh, we had a great time. We were talking about who has to be better, and I was saying the Warriors are so shorthanded now. Draymond has to be better. He's playing great, but he's got to be better. He can't afford to get teed up. He can't you know, tap out of games when he gets mad, and he hasn't. Last night, he got thrown out, but Ray, I, I don't know what... Draymond did. Now, he did get teed up for arguing with the official, but when he got the second technical part of the double tees, you know, I, I'm not Mr. Defend Draymond, but in that case, I don't know what he did, and I'm wondering, we'll talk to Steve Kerr about this, if maybe the Warriors, you know, go to the league about that and say, hey, can you review that? Because there, there's nothing that he did. Uh, Isaiah Stewart grabbed his jersey, and Draymond Green grabbed Isaiah Stewart's jersey. If if grabbing someone's jersey is grounds for a technical, we're not going to be able to keep 10 guys on the court during these games. So I don't know in that case what Draymond should have done. Um, that, he did not deserve that technical. Well, but in a situation like that, in a heated game at the end, they're not going to tee one guy and not the other. I mean, they're not going to go, you're the instigator, I'm getting you. I'm leaving you alone. Because Draymond did respond. So yeah, he's getting the technical. But what he responded? What he he got pulled to Isaiah Stewart because yeah. Isaiah Stewart had his jersey. When he yeah. was pulled to him, he went like, "Hey, no, I'm not doing that." I mean, so how? What was the response he gave in your view? Because I didn't see it that would warrant up double text. Well, what did he do? Uh, he, Maybe he, I missed it. Um, I I'm not exactly sure, but I don't think it was as simple as he just put his hands up. And Ed Malloy does have a quick trigger finger anyway. So, in that situation, almost all the time, they're going to double-tech. The, the technical that creates the problem, though, is the one he gets in the second quarter 
I know. Mitchell Irvin. I know. So now he's the proud leader in the technical race. Congratulations to him. He's got 12. Three more and he gets a week, gets a game off. Yeah, well, the Warriors would probably rather avoid that, right? Especially well, I, now. that would be my recommendation. Um, no, I just, you know, I just, I get why the second technical came. I think the first one was avoidable. Yes. But, so it goes. You know, he's had, he's had the reputation that has invited lesser officials to ring him up for years now. I think Beef Stew knew what he was doing. Oh, of course Isaiah Stewart's not an idiot. No, I know. He knows, you know what, I can get him out of here. So he does. You know, I mean, just... You know, the only thing that Draymond can do at that point is take whatever Stewart's going to do. Okay, but and I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but honestly, having watched it, I don't know what Draymond did where you could say, well, that was it. Because, again, I, he I, got I, his jersey pulled, and then he was pulled to Isaiah Stewart, and then... Almost immediately, he he recognized what was going on and put his hands up. So I'm wondering but, if that might be something the league can review. Seriously? Oh, oh no! I think, of course they can yeah. review it. They can rescind that technical. You know, doesn't change the fact that he got thrown out of the game. But yeah, no, they. I mean, there's an appeal process. Absolutely, there there have been technical fouls rescinded. There's right. technical fouls rescinded every year. In fact, right. If you, I mean, I could I could look for them now. If mm-hmm. you want to vamp? Yeah. But no, I, of course they can appeal. Yeah. Um, but. From the 510, what was the first tech for? That was for, he was complaining to the official, one of the officials about something, and he got the T. Is this true from the 510? Why do Susun City is pronounced like Susan? I'm from Vallejo. I I thought it was Susun. Am I wrong? Is it Susan? I've never heard it Susan City. I haven't either. Okay, thank you. I just want to make sure I got it right, but I'm going to stick with Susun, because that's what we've always said in uh, neighboring Vallejo. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Vallejo Flats. Yeah. Yeah. So in that case, that was just flat out wrong. And it cost the Warriors. But, yeah, you was thrown out. That didn't help. But if you could get the technical rescinded and then, you know, reduce that count towards an automatic suspension, I think it'd definitely be worth it. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they will try. It doesn't happen very often. But I, they, don't, they lose nothing by trying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Durant had one rescinded, like, Two weeks ago, Luka Doncic had one three weeks ago. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Hell, Chris Paul's had two rescinded this year. Where are you with uh, Clay right now? It's like, Clay, it's Clay again. Or are we uh, squinting and imagining that he's Clay again? The jump shot, especially the last game, obviously, scintillating. And he had flashes last night and came through when they needed him to. He, I mean, look, he's a very good player. Always has been. Is now. Um, he's had two games with exemplary shooting against marginal to bad defensive teams. Um, I mean, he's what he's always been. I don't see, I, I see that he's not as quick as he used to be, but I don't think his shot is materially, uh, Worse and irredeemable. He, he said, will have good moments and bad. He said something really interesting after the the fifty burger, where he said he'd been working on going up straight. Clay Thompson used to have before the injuries. It was almost textbook, just watching him shoot. And then after the injuries, he would shoot off one leg more often. He was leaning more, and apparently he's been working on that. And it's no surprise that he's shooting the ball better as a result of that. But he's also just playing within the flow more, and he's not hunting shots, and he's not That's- disrupting the offense. With his missed shots. That's more to the point, to be honest with you. 
it's that he was incredibly patient to try to fill in two years of not playing into two months of playing. And it looked at he rushed shots, he shot too early, he shot in pressure, he didn't shoot with, you know, bad body language, with, with yeah. persistent form. Mm -hmm. The body language I don't care about, but it's that. Well, you're he like the captain doing, of bad body language. You invented it. No, so. no bad body. <laughs> it doesn't have to speak a language. You could just see this is a this is a dumpster fire with clothes. Um, no, I just he was perpetually out of rhythm, and it took him this long to get it again. And he had to get it by no longer listening to the outside world, no longer thinking that he's got to make up for lost time because you can't get that back, and. It might have taken a conversation or two with Kerr or Curry or Myers or who knows. But I think he's finally absorbed the lesson that, you know, what's done is done. Now, what do you do? And I think he's been in better control. I think he's made better shot selections. Um, him reaching out to Jordan Poole last night. I mean, that's not something he would necessarily have done in the past because he wasn't really that kind of leader. You know, now with Curry out, you know, he is he is one of the guys on the floor who's he's supposed to be a deliverer of wisdom and he's starting to get comfortable with that too. I think we're seeing in him a guy who's changing with his circumstances. Um, I mean, he's I don't think he's a lesser player. He might be a slightly lesser defender. But that's really the, the only real difference I see. Clay Thompson on some of the things that he would tell Jordan Poole after Jordan Poole turned, uh, suffered that bad turnover at the end of the game last night, the loss to the Pistons. Tell him it's going to be all right. Continue to work hard. And there's a reason is that he's an NBA champion. We would not have that banner without Jordan's efforts. So it's just about sticking to the process and working your absolute hardest. And the work we're will reveal itself, so I have no worries about Jordan. I think we're much better than our record reflects, and we're not even whole yet, so uh, we have a lot of great basketball ahead of us, so it's not time to hang our heads. If I were Clay Thompson, I would never want Jordan Poole in my boat, Ray. You know why? I'm afraid he would turn it over. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.